0: Glad that you're listening to this podcast. This podcast is a ministry of the Bonners Ferry Baptist Church and of Pastor Devin Neal. Amen. That was beautifully done. I know whom I have believed. Amen. Aren't you glad for that tonight? Thank the Lord. Let's go to Genesis chapter 8. Genesis chapter 8. And uh, we'll primarily be in this part of the Word of God this evening and trust that God will use his word to speak to our hearts. I'm, I'm really thrilled that uh, we're able to make uh, this trip uh, to Mexico this year. Of course, we had a couple of trips that Wings, the Wings Ministry had had planned, and because of the COVID restrictions, uh, we weren't able to go. Uh, but uh, Mexico opened up where we could get in there, and uh, the timing was perfect with Brother King just starting the church back, I believe, in April. Is that correct? I believe he, he started back then. And so, uh, we're just thrilled that the Lord has made it possible for us to go, go with the group that we're going with. Uh, I was sitting there thinking, uh, (laughs) it's really, really special to me because uh, back when I was pastoring in in Tennessee, and uh, God put it on Brother Nevin's heart to come out this way and start a church, and our church uh, sent him out as uh, our missionary uh, to Idaho, heathen place. I mean, Terrible, heathenistic place. Uh, uh, great need. Um, but our church sent him out as our missionary family uh, like your church has sent Brother Chris and his family out. And now, and now of course, God has established this work here, a solid, faithful uh, church here in this area. And thank God for it. And uh, And now <laughs> we're getting to go to a church that has been started out of this church it was started out of our church. And I'm telling you, this is just exciting stuff. I just absolutely love it. And uh, just thank God that we have a part, just to be a part of it. And uh, thank God for uh, not everybody's going to get to go on a missions trip. If everybody did, you'd have to shut the doors for the next week uh, here. And so thank the Lord uh, for those that stay by the stuff, as the Word of God talked about uh, you that stay faithful and we'll make sure the lights are on and the doors are open and and uh, everything is carried on and that that's the way it ought to be and uh, you that are going to be staying behind praying and you that have given and all that's been done uh, thank the Lord that everybody can have a part amen and every every part is just as important as the next and so we we thank thank the Lord uh, just for the privilege of being able to be a part of, of what's going on let's go here in Genesis chapter eight tonight. Let me mention again, real quick, we had a change of plan about the luggage. I got home this afternoon and decided to change into something a little cooler. And it hit me, I got to pack this suit when I leave because I'm not coming back. And I thought, well, I can't take my luggage to church this afternoon. I got to have, I got to use it this afternoon. And I thought, you know what? Everybody else is in the same boat I'm in. So. Uh, we made a mistake of telling everybody to bring their luggage this afternoon. Just bring it with you tonight. Amen. And please don't forget your passport. All right. Just everybody get checked in. By the way, is everybody checked in? I think Brother Zeke's working on that. Everybody else? Che- anybody not checked in? Good. Good. We're good to go. All right. Genesis chapter 8. Why don't you stand once more if you can. Would like to. Genesis chapter 8. We're going to read uh, the first uh, 19 verses here. And uh, then we'll pray and... And just want to bring a thought to you tonight from the Word of God. Trust it be a blessing and a help to you tonight. The Bible said in Genesis chapter 8, verse 1, And God remembered Noah and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaged. The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained. And the waters returned from off the earth continually, and after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month on the seventeenth day of the month upon the mountains of Ararat. And the the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month on the first day of the month were the tops of the mountains seen. And it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark, which he had made, and he sent forth a raven, "...which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him into the ark. For the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet other seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came in to him in the evening." And lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off, so no one knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet other seven days and sent forth a dove, which returned not again unto him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundredth and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, was the earth dried. And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth, and his sons and his wife, and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth, after their kinds, went forth out of the ark. Now, we're not going to take the time tonight to uh, debate or argue or even reconsider whether or not the matter of a worldwide flood took place. The Bible makes it clear that it did, and I believe that it did. Now, I'm sure that you do also. I believe there was a real man, a real character uh, by the name of Noah and uh, the events that took place here. Uh, but I want us to focus tonight on uh, the thought, the statement that's made in verse 18 where the Bible says after God told Noah to go forth of the ark, uh, in verse 18 the Bible said, and Noah went forth. And Noah went forth. And I want to I want to preach with tonight, with the help of the Lord tonight, this, just this simple thought, as you go forth, as you go forth. And I hope that especially you young people that are here, and thank God for every one of you that are here, but especially you young people that you'll pay close attention tonight to just a simple thought, but I believe a very important thought uh, tonight concerning this message as you go forth. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we again thank you tonight, uh, for this privilege of being in the house of God, thank you, Lord, for those that have come tonight, and Lord, we pray your blessing now please upon this part of the service. Uh, dear Lord, we realize that uh, we're nothing without you. We realize that we can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth us, and we ask dear Lord for your help tonight, direct our thoughts and our words, our spirit. Uh, may Lord everything said and done, be, bring glory and honor to you and be pleasing unto you tonight. And Lord, I pray that you would speak to us from your word, drive forth. Uh, this this truth tonight about as we go forth and help us give us understanding and uh, meet every need here. And Lord, we'll thank you and praise you for it in Jesus name. Amen. You can be seated. You can be seated. I, uh, I was reading one day this passage of scripture and it just seemed like this little phrase just kind of stood out. Uh, uh, from the pages of, uh, that I was reading, and, and I just I jotted some things down, some thoughts, and I, I, I want to bring that tonight in the form of a message and trust that God will use this uh, to speak uh, to our hearts. Uh, when you think about Noah and the, the fact that he uh, has gone, he's gone forth now from the ark, uh, Noah has stepped out of that ark and stepped into a brand new world. He's in a brand new environment. He's in a brand new surroundings. I mean, everything was uh, a part of the old is different now. The whole face of the earth has changed. According to the word of God, even the atmosphere has changed. Before the flood, the earth was watered with a mist uh, from the ground, and now uh, rain is possible. The aging process has changed. Man will no longer live after the flood as long as he had lived before, and there's a lot of different explanations for why that is so, Uh, but Noah, as he went forth off of the ark, he walked into and went forth into a different kind of world than he had been in before. It was a different world than before he entered the ark, and it was a different world uh, from what he spent for a year inside that ark. And so I want us to think about that tonight, and especially you young people. And when I say you young people, I don't mean that in a bad sense. I once was a young person, believe it or not, and now I'm just mature. Uh, But uh, I want you to think about that because as a young person, there's going to be a day when you are going to go forth from the surroundings that you've always been used to. You're going to go forth and... And you're going to be in an environment that's different than what you have been used to, especially you that have been raised up in this church, in this setting, and with the people that you're with. As you go forth out of, out of your home, or you go forth to a, a job, or go to forth to a career, you go forth to, uh, maybe a college, uh, you go forth into a marriage situation, uh, or go forth into the, whatever it is, uh, there's going to come a day when you are going to leave what you have known all of your life and you're going to be faced with a different kind of world. It's going to happen. And there's some things that I think is important for us to understand and one thing in particular tonight that I want to drive home uh, as the last point of the message tonight. But I want you to notice that Noah here, uh, as he went forth, there's some things that are very positive about Noah as he went forth. First of all, I want you to consider that Noah went forth from the ark. When God finally gave him permission to leave that ark and told him to leave, Noah went forth as a delivered man. Amen. He had been delivered from the wicked, ungodly world that God brought the judgment of, of the flood upon uh, in in the world. and the, But he also... He was delivered from uh, even being inside of that ark, and I'm sure after a year inside of that ark, he was ready for a change of scenery. Amen. But he went forth as a delivered man. He went forth as one that had been spared. He had been technically, he had been saved from the wrath that God poured out on the earth. And as I think about that, I think you and I that are saved tonight, I'm glad. Thank God. Uh, if, if we go as we go forth every day. As you get up in the morning and you go to your job or whatever you do, uh, as we go forth, I'm glad today we can go forth knowing that we've been delivered, knowing that we're saved, knowing we've been justified in the sight of God, knowing that we have the righteousness of Jesus Christ, knowing that we are one of the Lord's people tonight. I'm glad we can go forth into this world no matter where we go, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what kind of people we're around, You and I, if we're saved tonight, we're going forth as delivered people. Isn't that a wonderful thing? The Bible said uh, that Noah uh, was a justified man. He was he was right in the sight of God. He walked with God. He was a justified, delivered man. The Bible said in Second Corinthians chapter one, verse ten, Paul talked about how he had been delivered and was being delivered, and trusted that yet he would be delivered. And I'm glad tonight we are a delivered people. You're saved. Are you glad? Are do you know you're saved tonight? Aren't you glad tonight you're saved? Thank God for that. So he went forth first of all as a delivered man. Uh, verse chapter six and verse eight. Notice here the Bible says this. It says and but Noah talked about the wickedness of the earth and what God saw and how it grieved God and he repented the Lord that He made man. And then verse eight of chapter six. But the Bible said but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. and These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. Noah was a saved man, justified walking with God. Look, if you will, in chapter 7 and verse 1. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou in all thy house into the ark, For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. God Himself said, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah is a just man. Noah is a perfect man in his generations. That didn't mean he was sinless, but it meant his heart. His heart was to be right with God. And the Bible says, Noah was a righteous man. I want you to think about that. Noah went forth with these things in his life, a delivered man. Second of all, chapter 8 and verse 15. Notice this, if you will. The Bible says there, in chapter 8 and verse 15, we just read part of it, the Bible said, And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee, of all flesh, both the fowl and of the cattle and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. Now, what's, what is Noah here? What's he doing? He's receiving instruction from God. God is literally speaking to Noah. Noah didn't have his Bible, but he heard God. God literally spoke to Noah and gave Noah instruction as he went Forth. Amen. He's an instructed man. God didn't allow him to go forth in ignorance. God didn't allow him to go forth just in, in a blind leap of faith. God gave him instruction. Now, you and I, as we go forth in life, young people, you've been raised in a church that preaches and teaches the Word of God. I'm sure you probably get it at home. And uh, you you have a life that has been filled with instruction. When you go to Sunday school you get instruction from the Word of God. When you sit at the feet of your pastor and hear the preaching of the Word, you're getting instruction from the Word of God. When you come on midweek prayer service and hear the Bible talk, you're getting instruction from the Word of God. When you have devotions at home, you're getting instruction from the Word of God. When you sit down by yourself and read your Bible daily, you're getting instruction from the Word of God. And as you go forth, there's going to come today, you're going to go forth. But you'll go forth as an instructed individual. You will have heard the Word of God. You will have been told what's right and wrong by God. You will not be going just in a blind leap in ignorance. You have instruction from the Lord. Amen? We have instruction like we're to walk in in by faith. We're to walk in the fear of the Lord. We're to walk in the fullness of the Spirit. We're to walk and be fruitful. Uh, those things. And, and so uh, Noah uh, went forth a delivered man, But he also went forth as an instructed man. Amen. Those are two good things. Then I want you to notice something else. Chapter 8, verse 20. The Bible said here, And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I have done while the earth remaineth. Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Verse 20 said, Noah built an altar. What for? Noah went forth from the ark as a worshiping man. He went forth. When he went forth, he's worshiping God. Isn't that a wonderful thing? He was a worshiper of God. When he got off that ark, I'm sure he got off that ark with a tremendously grateful heart to God. I can imagine he's grateful just to get out of that living zoo. Amen? Somebody was asking me this morning about had I been to the the ark encounter up there in Kentucky. We live about an hour and a half from it. And uh, we've been there a couple of times. And I said, yes, is it worth going to? And I said, absolutely, it's worth going to. Uh, At least one time just to see how big this thing was, and, and so on. Uh, but I can't imagine, I, I, I like visiting that place, I can't imagine visiting that place and it's full of animals and living in it for a year. So I'm sure that Noah was glad to get off that ark, but I really believe he was he was thankful to God that God had spared him when he destroyed the whole world. He spared him, he spared his wife, he spared his his sons and their wives. Noah went forth with a grateful heart, in and, and thankfulness and thanksgiving to God, and he took the time to worship God. He was a worshiper of God. He goes forth as a worshiper. I think he's got three good things going for him. Don't you as he goes forth. He's going forth as a delivered man, he's going forth as an instructed man, and he's going forth as a worshipping man. Then I want you to notice chapter 9 and uh, verse uh, 18 or let's back up, to verse. go back to verse 1. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Listen to those words. And God blessed Noah. How many of you like the sound of that? How many of you can say tonight, Hey, God God has blessed me. God has blessed me. Young people, you can say tonight, God has blessed me with parents that love the Lord and love me. God has blessed me with a good church to go to. God has blessed me with a Bible in my own language. God has blessed me with people in a church that loves me and prays for me. And it's concerned for me. And wants to help me. Well we are a blessed people. Are we not? The Bible said. And God blessed Noah. And his sons. And then it says. Verse 2. In the fear of you. And the dread of you. Shall be upon every beast of the earth. And upon every fowl of the air. Upon all that moveth upon the earth. And upon all fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. So he, he goes forth already as a conquered, conquering man. Amen. All of creation is going to be under his authority. Then the Bible says, Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Even as the green herb have I given you all things, man begins to eat meat now after the flood. And so God is providing for Noah and his family. So he's a man that's provided for. The Bible says, But flesh with the life thereof, which is of the blood thereof, shall you not eat? And surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of every man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God may be man. God establishes here uh, the matter of capital punishment and so on. But I, what I want us to see here is that God, as Noah goes forth, he goes forth as an extremely blessed man. He has the blessings of God On his life. He has the blessings of God for his future days available to him. God said, I want you to be fruitful and I want you to multiply. In other words, I want to bless not only this day as you go forth, but I want to bless the next day and the next week and the next year. The blessings of God are at your disposal. Sounds like a good thing. Now I want us to see here, God of course talked about how he made a promise to God to Noah that there would never be another flood. He uses the rainbow as a token of that covenant. And uh, so uh, God blesses Noah in a tremendous way. So I want us to think about this again real quick and then we'll get to the last and You'll have the message tonight. Noah, as he went forth from what he had seen and what he had been into a, a new world, a new situation, he goes forth as a delivered man Saved man, recognized so by God, he goes forth as an instructed man. He's not—he's uh, not going out in a blind leap in the dark. He has instruction. I'm glad God has given us an instruction book. Aren't you? We have a word of God that'll be a light, uh, a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. And God's given us instruction. Uh, he went forth as a worshiping man. He knew the God to worship. He knew how to worship and he literally worshiped God. He went forth worshiping, and he went forth as a blessed man. But Then I want you to go to chapter 9 again, and I want to look, uh, if you will, in verse 18. The Bible says in verse 18, And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be an husbandman. And he planted a vineyard. Now, that doesn't say, mean that he began to be married. That's not what a husbandman is. It's somebody that plants vines and grows vines. Amen. He began to be an husbandman. And he planted a vineyard. And he drank "...of the wine, and was drunken. And he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward And they saw not their father's nakedness. Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. Now I want us to stop here. And I want us to consider as Noah went forth. Now, I don't know how long it was after Noah went forth out of the ark that this incident took place. I have no idea. But I do know that he had a grandson uh, by the name of Canaan at that time. But what I find here is Noah, the man who went forth as a delivered man and an instructed man and a worshiping man and a blessed man, also went forth as a vulnerable man. He was vulnerable to sin. Even though he was delivered, instructed, a worshiper of God, and blessed by God. He was still vulnerable to sin. You ever ask yourself why why Noah got drunk? Have you ever asked yourself that? If you read the Bible, I read that one day and I thought why did Noah get drunk? And boy, I tell you, we could spend the rest of the evening considering why Noah got drunk. Did he get drunk on purpose? Did he get drunk because he was depressed? Did he get drunk accidentally? Maybe the atmospheric changes had taken place, and the aging process has been has speeded up, and maybe he didn't realize that wine was fermented. Uh, he just thought it was still. I don't know it doesn't really matter why, he got drunk. And because he got drunk, he lay naked in his tent, and his son saw him that way. And so he he got drunk, and then he became shamed. No matter what sin it is, sin always brings shame. Isn't that true? Noah brought shame upon himself. Noah brought shame upon his son. Noah brought shame upon his grandson. Now when he woke up, he cursed his own grandson. And all of a sudden things were going really well for Noah went south real quick. Isn't that true? Now the point of this message is tonight that you and I, we're saved, amen, we are an instructed people. We are a worshiping people. We are a blessed people. Young people, if you're saved tonight, you're delivered. You've been delivered just like Noah was delivered from the judgment of God. You've been delivered from the judgment of sin, and you're, you're going to be saved and have eternal life forever. <clears throat> you're an instructed young people. You're worshiping people. You come every week to church and you worship and you're blessed. But you better remember you're vulnerable. I don't think there's any of us here that's more righteous than Noah. None of us here more just than Noah was. None of us here that walked more closely to God than Noah did. Someone said it's interesting that Noah stayed sober in a world that was drunk. And then Noah got drunk in a world that was sober. Noah, why'd you get drunk? Well, I can't blame it on that evil surroundings that I was in before the flood. They're all gone. I can't blame it on the liquor industry because it's all got washed away in the flood. I can't blame it on bad neighbors or bad friends or evil influences. They're all gone. What can I blame it on? Noah still had a sin nature in him. Isn't that right? Even though he's saved, he's been delivered, even though he's been instructed by God, even though he worships God, even though he's been blessed tremendously by God, he's still sin he still brought shame and disgrace upon himself in the name of the only blot on Noah's record the only one now listen we need to realize tonight if Noah can go forth being vulnerable to his own sin nature you and I can too As a matter of fact, we've got the same sin nature he does, or he did. Isn't that true? And as we go forth, especially young people today, you're going to face, as you go forth and you begin to go out into a workplace, it's going to be different than coming to Bonner's Ferry Baptist Church on Sunday. Some of you have already figured that out. They're not going to sing the same kind of songs you're used to and they're not going to speak the same kind of language you're used to hearing. They're not going to pray before they eat like you do. As you go forth, you're going to step into a world that's different than what you've known. There's nothing wrong with the world that you've gone forth from. But you need to realize, I don't care how saved you are. You're not above or beyond falling to sin. Amen. I don't care how long you've been saved. I've been saved now for 50 years plus. But as I go forth every day, I go forth as a vulnerable man. I'm saved. I've been instructed. I'm a worshiper of God. I have been blessed tremendously above God, by God above anything I deserve. But I can go forth today or I can go forth tomorrow and fall into sin, commit sin, and bring shame and disgrace upon myself, my family, my Savior, my church. That quick. Some of you all be saying amen right about there. That's right. I used to pastor, well, I pastored two churches. Before that, I was a principal Christian school as an assistant pastor. And I've watched, I've watched not, not just young people, grown adults, but I, I want to I say this to the young people tonight. It's a tremendous group of young people here. You've been tremendously blessed. You have tremendous opportunities given to you to serve and to learn and to live for God. Matter of fact, in this atmosphere, it makes it easy to live for God. But you are not always going to be here in this situation. You are going to go forth. Every one of you, some of us already have. But one of the things that will help you and guard you and protect you and humble you is realizing that it doesn't matter how long I've been saved, how great a testimony I have. It doesn't matter how much instruction I've received, how much I know. It doesn't matter how many times I've been to church and worshiped God and had morning devotions. It doesn't matter how blessed I've been and am. If I let my sin, my, my flesh have its way, I will sin and bring shame up to God. It don't matter who I am. And I was the principal of a Christian school. we had a young man in our school he was a a fine fine young man fine christian boy grew up in a Christian home, knew the bible knew that he could preach the paint off the walls when he was seventeen years old he was uh, he 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 memorized scripture he he went soul winning he was obedient to his parents he could sing. He, he was a, a leader amongst the young people in the church. All those things. Man, I mean, you couldn't have asked for better. He was a role model young person. I remember he went off to Bible college and his first semester, after his first semester, he came home on break and the pastor let him preach one Sunday morning. And that young man got up and preached with power and a passion like you don't see in too many grown older men. And that church that morning had revival. You remember that? I'm talking about revival broke out. We're talking a church that was running 2.30, 2.40 and the altar was full. He preached a short message and I'm talking about the altar was full for the next hour. People weeping and crying and getting right with each other. And getting right with God, I mean, God had his hand on that young man. It was an amazing thing. Within two years, that young man with all that in his life made a tremendous mistake. One wrong decision. Totally destroyed his testimony. Got kicked out of his Bible college, brought tremendous shame and disgrace upon his parents, shame and disgrace upon himself, broke up another marriage, broke up a marriage. If you'd asked me a few years earlier when I had him in high school if that would have ever happened to him, I'd say, no way. I had some other students, I'd say, yeah, I expect that to happen to them. But not this boy. But it happened. It happened. Nobody received more Bible instruction and more right teaching and better, better church surroundings than that young man had. But he was vulnerable. He was vulnerable. At some point in time, he let down his guard and sin got him. Amen? Now, you've got to realize... You're going to go forth from this place one day. You can go forth on this mission trip. And you can leave here right with God and come back totally out of the will of God. How many of you believe that can happen? Sure it can. Because that old friend, the old friends may not be there, the influences, but your, your sinful nature is going with you. My sinful nature is going with me. I need the power of God on my life as much or more when I go forth as when I'm inside the ark. Amen. Noah was completely dependent upon God when he's in that ark. And now when he gets his independence, somewhere along the line, something happened, something went wrong. and Noah was a vulnerable man and we see the results of it. And God help us. God help us to real Now listen, the Bible says we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen? The Bible says that, that uh, we have victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are not victims, we are victors. Isn't that true? Uh, we, we are on the winning side. We have the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit of God. We have all those things, but we've got a sinful nature that we need to keep check on. And realize it will deceive us and it will betray us if it gets the opportunity. I don't care how long you've been in church. I don't care how much Bible you've been taught. I don't care how many prayer meetings you've been to, how much Bible you can memorize, how many doors you've knocked on, how many John and Romans you pass out. If You let your flesh have its way. It will bring you bring me down amen so god help us to realize as we go forth daily on a mission trip or a new job school whatever it is we need to remember we got an old nature in here the bible says the heart of man the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it how we need god's help every day of our lives surrendered to him filled with His Holy Spirit, yielded to Him. Our protection is in Him. Our protection from the world is in Christ. Our protection from the devil is in Christ. Our protection from our own flesh is in Jesus Christ. Amen. Not in our credentials, but in our Savior. Amen.